Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Brought to you by Jetex, the world's favorite private aviation company. Sonu Shivdasani has been a creator all his life, at least his adult life. He started another brand which hived off and then he was left with Suniva, which he will explain is a combination of, the, of his name, Sonu, and that of his wife, his Swedish wife. And the pair of them have made Suniva into a different brand. It's healthy, it's barefoot, it has inc- incongruities in it all, in that there are, for instance, elements of superb luxury like uh, wine coolers, wine refrigerators. However, let's hear what Sonu has to say. Sonu, what is Suniva? Well, that's a good question. Uh, In terms of a word, it's the combination of my name and the name of my wife, um, which is important um, in that it highlights the fact that we're a family business, which is rare. If you think about it, uh, a lot of the famous luxury brands that we now have come to admire, uh, the ones we sometimes would see on Bond Street or Faubourg Saint Honoré, or sometimes even in airports, um, the founders have long gone. Those people who were once passionate about making that handbag or that piece of luggage or that jewel. Um, and Suneva is one of those few luxury groups, which uh, luxury brands where, you know, uh, a couple are still there um, operating and running it. So that's one aspect of what is Suneva. The other bit is our core purpose, slow life, imaginative and engaging slow life. I love Entirely. it. I, I love it. I love it. It's exactly what I love. Now, it's you and Eva. Um, are there any other family members involved? Uh, no, just just Ava um, and I. My my mother was a initial shareholder, and uh, who, who was very supportive at the beginning when we got started. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away a couple of years ago, um, and her estate owns nineteen point nine percent of um, Suneva BVI, which is our joint holding company. How do you decide what you do and what Ava does? Um, <laughs> that's Why very simple. What's that laugh? It depends on the day uh, of the week. I ask her. No. <laughs> no, I ask her. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you, know, you know not to mess around with a wife. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, Ava's our creative director. She's the conscience. So she's the one who's really driven that social agenda uh, from the point of view of coming from her heart. We call her the conscience internally at Suneva. Um, She's also our joint creative director and she runs all the interiors. So the interiors of all our hotels, she puts together with her team. She's got a team of about 20 people now in Bangkok, interior designers, uh, purchasing people, etc. My focus is really as the CEO, I'm the guardian of the culture. So my job is to create values of philosophy and belief that drives behavior. Um, And and that's the key job of any leader of an organization. And um, I'm also joint creative director. I sort of focus on the architecture and I have a team of five architects that report into me and um I hadn't realized I hadn't realized you you were such a big employer Sonu you are in the Maldives 
Which properties have you got at the moment? We have Suneva Fushi and Suneva Jani, which you visited just around the opening, just after we'd opened. Yes. Yeah. I wobbled around the boardwalks on a bicycle. Yes. Um, And they're very different, as I remember it, as I remember them. Suneva Jani was a little bit more edgy. Suneva Fushi was a bit more laid back and and wrap your arms around the place. Am I right? Or, or have the personalities changed or merged over the years? I suppose it's, it's, it's like that. So Suneva Johnny's clientele are slightly younger. It's, it's the new world. Um, China's an important market. Uh, the Middle East uh, as well. The US, uh, US is number two. Whereas for Suneva Fushi, it's some of the traditional markets that we've always had. The UK, um, Austria, Switzerland, Germany. Um, Russia is quite important because of the beach units, so it's 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 a it's it's a combination, I think, of um, uh, you know they 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 do have slightly different markets, and Suneva Fushi has a certain energy. We've owned the island now for over thirty years, and um, over time with Feng Shui planting and 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 creating a, an amazing landscape and vegetation, uh, we've really created a unique energy there. Uh, whereas Suneva Jani is very much more over water, uh, more of an immediate sort of um, experience and gratification. And then, then there's also Suneva Kiri in Thailand. And then we have a new one coming up at the end of the year, which it's a bit of a secret. The unveil oh. takes place in, in September. So we'll, we'll, we'll reveal more. So we're, we're hoping to open our doors at the very, very end of this year, if not um, around the 10th of January. We're not sure whether we'll be open for Christmas or not. Uh, we'll decide Where in July. Where would it be? Uh, uh, which country? <clears throat> Aha, it's a secret. <laughs> I can't tell too much. All I can say is I can give you a few hints. It's in the Indian Ocean. It's a bit remote, so you, you're you're going a little bit further than one normally would with a float plane. And um, what people uh, will experience and what, 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 what they'll have is a much smaller, more intimate, private experience. So every villa, there are only 14 villas, Every villa has a team of three, uh, a barefoot guardian, a runner to assist the barefoot guardian, and then a chef de partie. So, uh, yeah, a lot more destination dining, uh, very private experience um, in in an incredible geography, uh, a geography which uh, is incomparable when you compare it to our other resorts, which are already in very unique destinations. You've been to Snevakiri as well when that opened, yes, if you remember, back in 2010. I, I love that walkway going through uh, through to the kids' club there, that amazing bamboo walkway, um, raised walkway. You have been at the forefront of the barefoot luxury and the sustainability market from the, from the, the from the very first now the world is copying you we're seeing even the most established traditional brands the ones that have hotels that look like shoe boxes built in bricks standing up on one end they're all trying to copy you but you were in there that was very brave of you when you started. Well, no, thank you. I mean, firstly, um, I think it's nice. Uh, co- people copying you is a form of flattery. And um, I'm glad when, it's, when, it, when it comes to saving the planet, I, I'm really um, hopeful about that. The fact that we've actually sort of hit a t- tipping point where big institutional companies are now realizing 
how important sustainability is and how important it is for everyone. So I think the the change in consciousness over the last 25 years is hugely encouraging. And um, I think if, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult to read the science and <clears throat> feel that there's still a chance of us staying below one and a half degrees. I think it's um, almost impossible. Um, but I'm a big optimist and I'm, I'm a big uh, believer that um, in human initiative, human endeavor, um, and what's very clear now is the ecological options are also the most economical options. So for example, I think 90% of the planet solar and wind are the cheapest forms of electricity even a coal mine where you've got an incumbent mine it's actually cheaper to go and install solar and wind it, obviously it depends on your cost of capital but if you've got a reasonable cost of capital it's cheaper to do that than to start up that mine and start digging coal so and that's on 90 percent of the planet so i mean that's fortunate because of human innovation. There's and a big social pressure as well. And, and you have, and, and you have certainly in your existing resorts, you have plenty of wind and you have oodles of sun and yeah. you have enough energy, therefore, to be able to put in your wine cooler cellars, your, your individual uh, wine refrigerators that you had at the very start. And you, you have always um, exhibited a combination of extreme luxury, like having a, a special refrigerator for your uh, bottle of Moet or whatever it is. At the same time, your coat hangers are pieces of old wood, um, not necessarily shaped suitably for the clothes that will be hanging on them. Have you modified any of those extremities at all? Have you, have you softened some of your first thoughts on barefoot? So you've asked two questions. One was on wind and solar. Um, we don't have much wind, but we definitely have solar. And um, as we speak, uh, two megawatts extra is being installed in both resorts. Um, and we should get to about 60% of our energy from renewables. The big challenge, of course, is storage of the solar. Um, the new resort that we opened, the Suneva Secret, at the end of the year will be 95% based on renewables. So um, answering that, unfortunately, wind, uh, that the wind isn't fast enough in the Maldives on most uh, on most days when we have a lot of guests. You can have very windy days, uh, but you need five meters per second. Um, in terms of the extremities on luxury, um, you know that that uh, the, the the wine fridges, and and then the rustic hangers. Um, I, I think we still try and portray those contrasts because we want guests to be immersed in an overall experience. So. Um, you know, we, we, we want them to feel as if they're going, they're, they're sort of, how do you say, stepping out of their usual, their, their usual daily reality. Um, you know, before they arrive um, on our jetties, they, they come off the float plane and we take their shoes and we put in a shoe bag which says, no news, no shoes. Um, so they're walking barefoot already. We're creating that context, uh, that barefoot nature context. You've certainly taken the um, no news, no shoes and the word Suneva to a, a fascinating depth when it comes to branding because many of your little private boats are 
uh, plays on the word Suniva, the creativity yeah. that comes in. And I must ask you about your cultural um, associations. Tell me about your literary festival, and I'm fascinated by your book carts. Tell me about them both. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we feel that um, Suneva Fushi in particular is a fantastic venue for convening. Um, we started this with ecological conferences many years ago. And uh, what we found was that people, whilst there are many ecological conferences around the world, people um, got more out of the ones that we hosted because everyone's there for a long weekend. You're all barefoot. You're engaging together and uh, you're creating strong bonds. Normally, when you have conferences, sometimes two people speaking at the same event that should know each other don't even meet because one speaks on a Friday and flies off somewhere else for the weekend and the other flies in on a Sunday. So they're not even in the same country at the same time, even though they're both speaking at the same event. With our events, everyone's together. And so um, our festivals, our, our, our literature festivals have worked out very well because you have the authors there. They're all there for, 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 for the long weekend. And you have lots of dining occasions. You know, you have lunches together, uh, dinners together, drinks, etc. You've got morning activities together. So it's a fantastic opportunity for guests and authors to interact and also for one author to meet another author and create a bond. And so um, so the festival has really worked very well. It's, it's one of the few barefoot um, book festivals um, in, in the world. Um, we have Seoul, which is our wellness festival, which comes up next. So that's in October, where we have some of the leading lights in wellness and uh, modern medicine, integrative medicine. People that are thinking beyond the box and um, who offer hope and light for um, our healthcare and uh, our future wellness because as you know we're all getting older um, we have main, many challenges yes, with us uh, you're not looking at yourself I haven't right. looked at you now for oh, about 18 months and you don't look a day older so obviously right. the combination of working out with Ava and, and and all the other things that you do and your crystal salts that I remember you, you brought along once to one event are working. What's the food policy at, at Seneva's? You have a chocolate factory in one of yeah. the resorts. Yeah, yeah. Wait, when you say food policy, um, do you mean food policy from the point of view of sustainability or health or just no, general no, approach of no, philosophy? The, there's a, an amazingly strong movement at the moment showing that actually um, far worse than cat, far worse than too many calories is the percentage of ultra-processed food that people yeah. are eating. And so many things are now becoming no-nos because yeah. of the extra processing that goes into them. Um, are, are you at Suniva actively trying to be organic, nutritious? Yes, no, absolutely. So, um, you know, our, our food, like Suniva Fushi, we have some top chefs like Tim Rauer, Germany's top chef, or... Uh, Neil Perry, who argued that the food is amongst the best they've ever had in any hotel. So there's, you know, there, there, there's this, you know, a lot of experiences and it's very delicious, but it's also nutritious and healthy. You know, we believe very much in this idea of and, the power of and. In terms of what we're doing in terms of making our food nutritious, so we've um, eliminated processed sugar, uh, white flour, dairy and beef. That's based on my ex personal experience. As you know, I've had lymphoma 
twice. It came back again last summer. So my, my two experiences with cancer, what I found was eliminating those has helped a lot. Um, high, going, going long on fruits, lots of cruciferous vegetables. Um, we've all also going further in terms of our, our, um, the traditional bakery. So whilst we've dramatically reduced flour, white flour, we've created alternatives, but there are certain things like the croissant, etc., where you need a bit of butter and you need white flour. We've been experimenting in a laboratory sometimes, on alternatives. Sometimes, yeah. and Susan interrupting, yeah, sometimes Sonu yeah. one's got to be normal. Yeah. Sometimes, yes, yes, no, it's, it's true. But I, th I think if one can generally focus one's diet on um, more healthy alternatives, and, and there are so many great options, which is great, um, yeah, which is good.